From SciWorks in Winston-Salem, I'm Sean Fitzmaurice, and this is SciWorks Radio. You are a paleontologist on expedition hunting dinosaur fossils. But for all your efforts, you've unearthed just a few bone fragments. Back at the lab, you and your team determined that, based on their shape and size, you're looking at a colossal waste of resources. If it's any consolation, the fact that those fossils are even there for you to find is amazing in itself. An animal has to undergo very specific circumstances after death for its bones to be essentially turned into rock. And according to Dr. Elena Schrader, postdoctoral researcher at NC State University, we don't even fully understand how fossils are made. There's still a lot of room for discovering exactly how fossilization occurs. A lot of the time we actually have to look at experiments that we do in real time over a shorter amount of time because you can't see what happens over 60 million years. If it were really easy for things to preserve or if they didn't break down or if that was common, we would be buried in the bones of vertebrates past. Something interesting is already happening in a fossil that is keeping it from degrading like all of the millions and millions and millions of other bones that have ever existed. So if that's occurring, it stands to reason that other chemical processes could be occurring that could preserve things like protein, even if the chemical models we make don't predict that. And that could be helpful to you, my unhappy paleontologist friend. In fact, protein has been found preserved in fossils up to 80 million years old. You can hear a lot about that on a past episode of SciWorks Radio. Link to it from this show on WFDD.org. One of the primary ways paleontologists right now are able to get at evolutionary relationships is simply looking at the shape of bones. And that can be very limiting because there are a lot of things that can evolve to have similar shapes, even though they're not related. Things like an ichthyosaur, which looks very much like a dolphin, totally unrelated, but they look very similar superficially. With dinosaurs, some of the species will be known from really, really partial skeletons. If you can imagine having one species that's known from a part of the skull and another species that's known from the tail and another from a leg, there's no way to compare all those species together. But protein, in this case collagen 1, for anyone keeping track, being pulled from ancient dinosaur fossils is original material and can be used to help identify and classify your nondescript, formerly disappointing bone fragments. You've just gone from zero to hero. Proteins, because they are coded from DNA, actually do carry phylogenetic or evolutionary information. And you actually can get at some information about how species are related to one another simply from being able to compare protein sequences. Like most research, Dr. Schrader's work has implications far beyond her lab. There have been animals that have experienced massive climate change before, and their adaptations and responses to that would be in their molecules. If we are actually able to get more molecular data from extinct animals, we may actually be able to analyze molecular trends in response to certain climate shifts or just environmental shifts. So basically what we're doing now is we're trying to get tiny amounts of preserved proteinaceous material out of rock-like fossils. So if you're are looking for life on other planets, the techniques that we're optimizing are going to be the type of thing to analyze whether or not we're getting organic material in a different form of rock. Alzheimer's actually is the inability of a protein in your brain to break down. And we're looking at proteins that, against conventional wisdom, don't break down. So even though we are looking at something like dinosaurs, which is awesome, you can apply this in a lot of different ways outside of dinosaurs. All episodes of SciWorks Radio are archived at WS. FDD.org. SciWorks Radio is a production of SciWorks and WFDD and is supported in part by the Piedmont Triad Office of the North Carolina Biotechnology Center. Music by Storyman.